Ladies and gents, welcome to Quest Complete. My name is Cody Spitzberger of Geek Domination, and this is my solo show where I talk about games, all kinds of good stuff, bad stuff, lovely stuff, and today, I have a guest. Oh no. The one, the legendary, Zane Coppage. Hello. Hello. So, obviously someone else from Geek Domination here with me today to discuss, um, kind I, I realized like how much this is kind of like a cornerstone of Geek Domination. And it's a cornerstone due to you and I. Basically. So <laughs> we're carrying the torch. Around the same time that we were kind of starting Geek Domination. Yep. So this little game, don't know if you've heard of it, it's called A Destiny, uh, came out. And the internet thinks it's trash, but then plays it endlessly. Yeah, so I mean same. Conf- I mean same, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember like when I remember like playing the alpha, and I was like, when we were playing the alpha, like yep. Geek Domination was just kind of an idea. It was was burgeoning still. Like, we were still developing what was going on. We were trying to figure out what was our thing. Right. And then the beta came around, and we streamed a bunch for that. We did. I think we've had more topics in the podcast about Destiny than any other topic. And I think that's you and I driving It's it's you and I, 100%. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's why I think think that's why we kind of offloaded it into the side. Right. Because, like, everyone else was like, shut the fuck up. Seriously. No, please. The... I'll, I'll, well, you know, I'll preface with this. Uh, you sent out a nice little text like, hey, can you guys just tell us really cordially, like, just what you want? No, no trash talk. And it still turned into trash talk. Well, we'll did a little bit. I it's came okay, back. Though. I came back. And it was like 48 texts and like half of them were just trash. And it's I was okay. like, I get there's there's a lot of hate. For there's Destiny, a lot of vitriol. And, and there's there's a lot of it's justified. But, you know, whatever. For better or worse. And I think I think with a lot of it, it's it's justified in smaller capacities than people feel. Yes. So. Today is May 11th. It is it's, May 11th. It's a week before the gameplay reveal One of Destiny week. 2. Exactly. So this quest complete um, is going to have kind of two purposes. It's going to be Zane and I kind of, you know, talking about the legacy of Destiny as a whole. Mm-hmm. And this, our experiences with it for the to nearly... kind of bookend. Yeah, the nearly yeah. three years that we've been in this game. Yep. And then our biggest wishes and then some other people involved with Geek Domination, whether that's the actual people on the podcast or some of the people that we play the game with their desires for destiny they've contributed to the what we want we'll call it that just the segment called what we want so if you're watching this live or if you're watching this later or listening to us later please comment on the post on the facebook post whatever what your wishes is and we'll talk about them um the week after no the week of the gameplay reveal yep uh we will likely be doing a full-fledged podcast topic on the gameplay reveal itself so we can share some of those there Yep, we'll do some of that there. And then I think we're going to do a final kind of thing uh, after the beta this summer as well. Yes, we'll do that. So So. there's pretty much um, a big event every single month leading up to release. Up until, so we have this month is a gameplay reveal. Yep. Next month is E3. E3, And then the beta is probably in July. Bungie Day. Bungie Day. And then August will just be more news, more than likely. Yep, it'll probably be a lot more of the... The more secretive reveal kind of stuff, like smaller details and other crap. Yeah. They always do this. So, so, um, I think for for the beginning of this, it's actually kind of important to mention how you and I actually became friends. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> so yeah, and yeah. this will actually come up um, later this week because we're recording the hundredth episode of the podcast this weekend. We so there, there'll be probably a little bit similar topic. But Zane and I basically met through Halo. Yeah, no, uh, Halo 4. It was Halo 4. Um, 
I had known Andrew through work yep. and I had met Zane through Andrew through that connection through playing Halo 4. Yeah. And then it just kind of bolstered into whatever the fuck we are we, now. We, <laughs> it was within within less than a year than that. He was with me, Andrew, and my wife, who was a girlfriend at the time. We went to Texas to see uh, Rooster RTX. Rooster RTX. And, and that, was, that would have been... That was 2014. Pretty positive. I, really? I still have the, the tags... Um, and Cora still plays. I them. would have been twenty. Sounds so, right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was right. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Pretty sure it was twenty fourteen. Um, and then since then, it's been as just we brought you in on the podcast stuff because it was really me and Anthony kind of doing that whole wheelhouse, and we were like, hey. You, do you want to be a part of this? And you're like, I know, and and I, let's do it. Let's do audio so, engineering. I'll do this thing. And then you know, when when Destiny came out, you and I were the ones who were most hyped. Even then, no, it would have been RTX 2013. Was it? it might because have been. Bungie or Destiny launched in 2014. You're right. Regardless, you're of the right. Time period. You're right. So you're right. And I remember like this was like before you know the podcast and before yeah, yeah. I didn't have to research and pay attention to shit going on on the internet sure. in the gaming industry yeah so like i had kind of heard of destiny but it yeah. wasn't really until you and andrew were like this is like this is gonna the be- next halo this will be cool this yeah. should be cool and then the alpha came out and you and i played a shit ton of it we both then- just felt i think you and i more than anything fell in love with the mechanics oh yeah like because it just feels good to play here, that here's game. something that i i think at least for me yeah all of my wishes about d2 like none of them are like gameplay you know same actually i don't think i have a single gameplay thing there's nothing like the gameplay of destiny has has always been like the strongest point yeah yeah i got nothing basically a lot of my i'll I'll preface my stuff right now most of my stuff is actually in a way a rearranging what already is in there i lost my list of notes that makes me sad but i know what everything is okay oh no there it is it's fine uh, no, none of them are actually gameplay to actually how the game functions as a game. No, absolutely. Pushing buttons, I've, shooting I've, shit. I have none of that in there at all. Not a single one. Yeah. None of my desires revolve around changing the mechanics. The mechanics are already pretty much perfect. Pretty much solid at this point because... They can do small changes. Yeah, they small can, and there will be. There will like, be. Guaranteed. Um, They wouldn't be calling it Destiny 2 if they weren't rebuilding in the entire engine. Exactly. I mean, starting the, from the ground up. Let's again. put it this way. It's coming to PC. It's got to be rebuilt in some oh, absolutely. capacity. So. so the alpha came out. We played a shit ton of that. The beta yep. came out. We played a shit ton of that. Yep. The actual game came out. We played a shit ton of that. Um, Pretty much. I remember. So um, end of September, mid September when it dropped and we played nonstop through Crota. I think Crota was the point where we started it. I played straight through. Well, through we, House of Wolves. Well, no, because we took a break. We took about a month. We took a break. break from raiding, but I don't think I ever actually stopped playing the game until House of Wolves. I because I, I remember I, t- I stopped for about a full month and came back for House of Wolves. Yeah, it was it was one full month because I remember I stopped like in March, and then like end of April is when it or mid April is when house dropped, and I was like, okay, yeah, I took about a month off, less maybe three weeks. So <laughs> I didn't play for like three weeks there, but it was still pretty constant up until, well, shit, probably Taken King started winding down. Yeah, realistically, because I was winding back up when I was like, oh, Taken King looks fucking great, and, and Chrome looked awesome, cool, and, and then Taken King was cool for a while, and then we did April Update, and that was fun, and then Rise okay. of Iron came out, and that was fun, and that then now good. we've been back in it again with Age of Triumph, which yep. it's been, this is the seventh week since Age of Triumph came out. Yes, because we're on the second King's Fall cycle. No, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. So, eight, so yeah. it's been almost yeah. two months since yeah. Age of Triumph come out, which yep. is kind of 
revitalize the game for a lot of people, especially you and I, I think. Yeah, in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that like we fell in love with rating. The, game, oh, yeah. the game's just fun in, in rating. Um, yeah. and, and we both have the same sentiment about the raids at this point, I think. With just a, we both just flip on which ones are preferred. Yeah, but otherwise it's the same. Feeling. Pretty much, <laughs> it's just you know, rating is really where this game shined for me. Because you yeah. know, for for those who don't know, who have not like been around for Geek Domination for a long time, or just yep. know this about me, um, I was a pretty hardcore WoW you're, raider. You're a WoWhead for nearly six years. Yep. So I had a ton of rating experience even before Destiny came out. Mm-hmm. Um. That's a lot of the times why I'm so critical about the raids in Destiny because I right. have so much background. I mean, I went through, God, I think six, six tiers of rating mm-hmm. in WoW. Yeah, which is, I mean, I saw the highs and the lows. Right, right, of all of it. So I'm super critical on the raids in Destiny because I've I've seen the best and the worst of what the the activity has to offer. And if we're being completely honest, under publisher Activision, all of this is the same sibling companies at this point yeah, that's exactly and that's a good point of yeah. contention blizzard for and activision critical. are but um, they're partnered and then bungie is published or is being published by, by activision yeah. yeah that's what it is at yeah. this point so there's still connections though they're still in the same wheelhouse when they go to like e3 and stuff they're, they're in the exact same quadrant of the, the uh, show floor so right. it's they have to interact they have to get consulting like, so i'm curious like that's you'll see as i go down my list um, it draws a lot from what I've experienced in Blizzard games. And sure. surprisingly, it's um, not as much of WoW as... Um, I've been playing a lot of Diablo lately. Yeah, you were mentioning I And I'm surprised like how much my list was actually built around that. But I think it's all good stuff. Sure. And and for me, since recently I was playing Mass Effect to clear that, which I did, mm-hmm. finally. Congratulations. I know. Um some of my stuff involves some of that just because there is some mechanic there are i guess there is some small mechanical stuff in mind but it has to do less with the actual functions of the game and more with functions of how subclasses function right so that's something we've talked about in the past but we'll get into later and then for me though like i always had a fascination with wow just the whole culture of it all ever since it started like mm-hmm. there's always been a thing where i'm like man if only i could invest if only i had money n- you know endless amounts of, of time money. and money well money was a big thing growing game. up because obviously like teenager you got quite a bit of time right Apart from my few extracurriculars, it was I, gaming. That was my pastime, and that would have been the prime time to play. But I had no money for subscriptions. I had no money for a computer, so like right. I missed out on a lot of that. So then, uh, when I got the opportunity to finally get into raids and stuff, I knew it was like my thing because like Halo stuff, I always enjoyed. Like, oh yeah, let's do three or four people. Let's go do legend. Like the, you know, their uh, what was it? The uh, I guess it was legendary. Uh, like all schools on kind of runs yeah. and all that shit. Like I was into all that stuff and. I've always been a part Lasso. of it. And That's what it was called. That was I was like, yeah, what's the, what's uh, the, the hardest difficulty is legendary. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of the thing with that is that uh, the high-end activity draw for me was pretty much there. Mm-hmm. And while I may not be the best in terms of like, you look at my KD and it's pretty pretty abysmal now, especially. I, I accept it. It's okay. <laughs> I also recognize that there's a role to play within that because half the time I'm the one taking down like, a good chunk of guys while I'm going down and I'm like, well, sorry guys. Like at least so, I took know, that out of last hurrah, you know, and you know, yeah. you look at it and you know, again, I have a pretty separation, a pretty big separation of how the game works from PV and the PV. I think a lot yeah. more than a lot of people, yeah. but you know, I know my strength and I think yours 100% is the PVE strength and just to understanding how the game works and how, I mean, honestly at this point, how the AI works and functions yeah. Yeah. and being able to 
basically defeat and manipulate it and turn it on its head at this point. Yep. And then on top of that, like with the PvP, when I was pretty active, uh, we were both real gross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I went um, Flawless Trials the second week the Trials was a thing. Yeah. I remember when I was leveling up my Titan and a lot during Taken King when specifically when Mito was the super powerhouse that it's it was still pretty beast. it's still pretty beast <laughs> I still get wrecked by it but not quite as strong as it used to be no, and not just quite. watching and just seeing like I was like I didn't know I was good at this game <laughs> right right and it's like 50 kills you're like okay yep I'm good well and there's something to be said there about class strength and I do personally believe titans have almost without being throwing any shade at you in particular but uh-huh. titans in general have a better chance of getting those scores oh for sure and that's, i 100 agree with and you and that's that's the weakness is that hunters are, are go big or go home and you're going home is <laughs> <laughs> going home with, with, all the time <laughs> all the time yeah yeah no so, i 100 agree with that and that actually so. is one of the things later on my list is but you know we'll get to that but yeah. you know yep. destiny one happened you know you and I, we played, again, we played from when the game started for, until almost all the way for basically yeah. a year and a half straight. And we were, you know, we look at those stats online a lot of the time. We'll both peruse them, and we're both in the higher quadrants oh, absolutely. Of, of players. Yeah. So, But it's I remember um, Vault of Glass, which is the first raid, came out a week after. the Was it a week or two weeks after the game launched? Two weeks. Was it, it was two, two weeks? full weeks. That's yeah. right. So it was two weeks. Because we, gra- we were grinding hard. We were grinding hard. hard. And then, like, I kind of was like, I don't really have a raid team right now. I'm not really going to worry about it. So I just kept, you know, kept playing the game. And there was one night where we were like, hey, I'm in with this group, who was a bunch of people that you had known for a yep. while. Yep. And you pulled me in. Black Ops, I think, or yeah. something. Something like that. So we did that. And then, you know, we didn't get the kill that night. But then I remember no. later that week, you and our, I jumped into an LFG group. You did. Yep. And then I pulled you in about halfway into it. <laughs> that's and right. that's when we finally got our first Atheon kill. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. And then since then, you and I have kind of cultivated and grown our own team. We've tried. Yeah, we've, we've really tried to maintain it. We've we've fostered a lot of people. We've, we've helped raise some people out of some pretty negative interactions, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like we've really built up a strong set of people that we can rely on that are, are going to be there. Yeah. And even people that are, have fallen off not a jail on that one um <laughs> we had a good time we, we did taking king was a blast for mm-hmm. that reason um but that even goes back i mean to, to speak directly to that i think you and i knew that we were going to be in it for the long haul when we were spent like two and a half three hours on the fucked up version of uh sepix prime strike <sighs> in the beta no that was the, so the alpha or that was the alpha in yeah. the alpha for those who don't if weren't around or never played it um, for those of you out there don't back know, in my day, in my day. And, and alpha there was actually like there's a tiny bit of it now but not nearly yeah. as much there was like full fudge like difficulties and there was like straight up a legendary difficulty to strikes yep. back during the alpha and the alpha was all level it was it was uh, you could level up to level eight still. It, it was, was yeah. It was, it was like that. two levels, a strike. Yeah, two missions and, and a strike PvP. and PvP. And in the strike, it was the devil's, devil's uh, lair, lair, the first strike of the game. And you, in the hard version, everything wrecked you. Yes. And me and Cody went in two manned it. No, we three. We we two manned most of it. And there was a random. Oh yeah. I yeah, think yeah. there was a couple of randoms that dropped right. in throughout it. Because it was hard as shit. It was hard <laughs> as hell. And I remember, like, thinking back now, like, we didn't understand how the game worked, where, like, the game, like, the strikes don't do it as much now because they kind of yeah. block up some of those areas, but the game used to punish you for standing in certain areas during a strike by spawning really powerful what, enemies. And the other thing was that uh, we weren't really sure of how 
can't like cause it, essentially it blocked you from camping you would go into a oh, spot yeah. and basically be like okay we can hold up here and kind of poke our heads out and stay alive yeah we didn't know at the time that that triggers spawns spawns of certain enemies and that it was captains and just dealing with and since it was alpha they were testing that and so it was spawning enemies like every less than a minute it was pretty it was bad. like 45 seconds it was pretty bad it was like two captains and then like a slew of dregs and yeah and some vandals and it was mean mm-hmm. but we did it we, we succeeded for no reason, Other we than didn't get say you, Yeah, you know, we all, did the, it. <laughs> all those people who don't even remember that difficulty existed, we did it. <laughs> I remember, and then, do you remember the craziest thing? I think, like, besides that, do you remember in the alpha there was like that three-hour window where they opened up the moon? Oh yeah, and, and we, it was that we, first we, mission on the moon. I remember and we both got in in like the last hour and stayed there for stayed three there hours. for like forever for yeah. two reasons: one, to explore. We wandered the moon. Lost his shit because, mind you, we didn't understand the map. Oh, no, not at, at all. all. <laughs> so so we were exploring everything, and then um, it was... Andrew was, like, going to be home late from work or something. We stayed in. And, and we he, stayed in so he, he could... spawn to us. Spawn to us and do the mission and get the credit for it. Yep. That was ridiculous. It was crazy. We did some crazy shit. It was Honestly, crazy. <laughs> it's insane what the stuff we did. And I'm sure Bungie has those records somewhere, and I wish they would just kind of commemorate that in some capacity they won't they but, won't now but i wish they would because we'd be there yeah we'd be Probably. we'd be there with like 50 other people that were those scumbags that stayed on and did that. love it um it was great it was a good time but no and i mean like um i i like a lot like wow you know there's people i've met in destiny yeah three of the people that we raid with i met through destiny yep and you know regardless of how like salty or whatever i've been been at the game before like mm-hmm. those friendships i cherish oh yeah a lot absolutely um, so shout out to uh neo jess and killa yep if, if you guys absolutely. are listening um i love you thank you for dealing for with my, your my, welcome addition because i'm sure you're listening as well, well for first like beyond <laughs> at least for destiny you, for me for you, at least. for you yeah i'm just saying for me because that's my first real interaction right with him. so but you um, know um as crazy as I, I can be sometimes. And I, I know I'm a little bit of an asshole, especially well, when and, I'm regulating, because I, I just, I want people to exceed. Of succeed. course. Yeah. And, and in particular with that, it's one of those things where you've noticed probably and when we do raids, I'm, I, I go pretty much silent. Like, I'm like, okay, like let's focus in. I don't right. I'll communicate what, what needs to be communicated, when it needs to be done. But until we're in between rounds, I am not talking. And some people will chatter and that's fine for them. But, I'm just as serious as you. Like, I'm just like, okay, Cody's leading. Like, we need that point of contact. We need to know who's in charge. As much as I would love to, like, one day, like, be a contender for, like, world first, I don't think that we as a team could. I don't think that's really a record we want to go for. We We, don't really care. No. We want to complete the challenge. Yeah. And that's our goal. Yeah. And I'm content with that. I'm content that we don't. We're not one of those teams like, oh, you died twice. Get out of here. No. Like, fuck that. I'm, you know, like. I've like, I'm the suicide bomber. Why would I be the guy that's like get the hell out? Right, you know, like I've like 100. percent You know, like said before, like you know, some of the people that we raid with, you know, have definitely not been as strong as others. But you know, I'm like as much there to watch people grow and like allow them to become a better player and a better you know gamer in general than just you know just kick them out. Of course, and, and in addition to that, like as long as people are succeeding, is the only thing we really hate on is uh, blame. Yes. Don't play the blame game. Like, obviously, like, if something occurred and someone needs to adjust, that's different than being like, you fucked us over. Right. Um, and then appended to that is um, there was one time, and I felt bad about it, but uh, Killa's uh, cousin? 
Yes, with uh, Wrath of the Machine, and he his dyslexia was stopping him from understanding left, right, right. Which and I, that, which I, you know, I, I understand, and, and I, well, I was apologetic, but uh, we wanted him to succeed, and it just got to the point where we we're like, okay, it's actually we got to do. It's, we it's do. literally a stopping point for so, us. So you know, regardless. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, like I look, I don't even remember like the percentages, but like you know, we're within the people who have completed all the challenges and done the hardest things in the raid consistently completed all content while it was relevant yeah so yep yep i'm i'm happy that i can at least say that yeah and and for me personally like especially looking at the like triumph book right now like i'm not neither of us i think are hell-bent on completing that thing but the third certain things i i know i can and will attempt to by the time that d2 comes out and the big things for me are like factions like i have ground those bitches out (laughs) in a way that's annoying as shit to me uh, I spent <laughs> too much long. I was I, sp- I also spent too much time on Dead Orbit too. Oh yeah, without making that switch over. But um, that's that's the, like the craziest thing for me because you know you look at like you know like Killa and Jess who like basically have played Destiny almost every single day since it launched for their entire life. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Props to you. No, absolutely. Like um, if you can have that kind of attention span, I mean, definitely props to you. Because yeah. for me, it, that's what it is. And you have like you and I who like you know like we're, we're like you know we don't have the highest Grim War score. We don't have the highest KD, but like. The things we've achieved in this game and how Rival we play that. it, yeah. and we know we we love it. Yeah, I mean, considering the last several months, whenever I jump into PvP, I've been sucking. Quite frankly, there's just because no, I mean, more than anything, you're out of practice. Out of practice, and then I'm not up on all the uh, uh, the patch notes and everything, the modifications, weapons, and things like that. So I'm still using stuff that's not really working and things right. like that. So like those kind of complications for myself. But on top of that, like jumping to mayhem, and I am doing work again. Andrew in the chat saying, uh, y'all are good at carrying people when they need it. <laughs> there, there's times, there's you know, times. What? and as long as you're willing to admit it, I'm willing to carry. <laughs> as long as you're willing to throw grenades from my backpack, man, <laughs> go for it. But no, and I feel like we've never really had to super carry anyone. That no, we've ever it's never with. been super carry. It's, no. it's usually like if we have to drag someone behind us a little bit, that's, that's fine. It's a little bit. It's not like. Yeah, you're still doing your work. You're still doing, you're still holding your own weight. I'm just holding ten more pounds in you. <laughs> you know when? You know what? Good example. Bridge with fur. Fur every time since we've done Crotus. No, he he's lived once. Okay, one time, and I always die on the other side. It's fine. It's fine. Um, we complete the challenge. It's all I care about. We complete the fight. I don't care. There's been the cut. Those like two times where I've shot black hole tether as I'm getting killed. Well, there you and go. You guys the sacrifice all, play, and, and you're like, yep, have fun, guys. Let's, let's go. We're fine. So that's kind of how that functions. It's, yeah. Yeah whatever not even a big deal but yes i think that's really rounds out the majority the of legacy play. part um, yeah. the other thing i did want to mention what was really cool um so 2015 yes you and i went to screw attack Grammy yeah Convention yeah yeah SGC. in dallas texas yep and that was a blast oh it was great and i remember just like talking to like so many people there and like i remember, remember when we went to uh meet Kind of funny. Kind of funny. That's and then we were there for like two hours later talking with a bunch of people. And then some of them were like, oh, yeah, we're part of like Destiny Guardian Radio. So they and do that. And then what's crazy is they were telling us like that's we got the inside scoop like a month before it was announced that their guy, their guy Cosmo moved up to Bungie. Mm-hmm. And like they were like, oh, yeah, our guy Cosmo just got hired. And we're like, what? And then a month <laughs> later, Bungie's like, our new community leader, Cosmo. Cosmo. Like, we're like, oh, OK. Oh, <laughs> they were they weren't lying to us. That's pretty crazy. It was pretty cool. But no, this like the community. Like, I know like people want to trash like the community of Destiny a lot, but like the amount of like cool people and like the 
the cool interactions I've had. Like it's it's been it's where you go. It's yeah. w- it's where you go. Like if you're on Facebook, it's all salt. Everyone on Facebook is salt. That's true. Facebook I'm salty salt to my grandma. You're not wrong. I mean, whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that's how people are. I mean, that's um, yeah, again, that's how people are. But then you go to, like the Destiny Reddit, and like I shared you guys that one post from today, and it's just the silliest thing. People are helping each other, and they're feeling, figuring out shit still to this day. That like, oh, the, the as they call it, the dankest defender build. The dankest defender build. I mean, it to was this disgusting. Day, to this day, one of my favorite things in Destiny ever was the Outbreak Prime quest line. Which, oh for those who don't know, that was Outbreak- incompletable without the community oh yeah it would have never been done we so outbreak out. prime was a ledger an exotic pulse rival found in the newest raid wrath of the machine yep and basically to get it unlocked it involved an binary? arg an arg game by the community looking at binary and looking at like coordinates and all kind of crazy stuff yep. and the, again it would not have been completed without the community yep uh, we would have never finished it without the community. No, because none of us learned binary. Nope. Um, I could. I still out. don't know binary. <laughs> no, you you learned enough to figure out what's what's what. What we need but, to do. Yeah. Um, um. But you look at the community, and you know, like, Destiny's community is really good at creating the stuff they need. So, for example, like, yeah. the game doesn't have an LFG. There's multiple looking for group sites available for within people a to find. week. With yeah. the game launching, LFG was a thing for yeah. Destiny. Yeah. LFM, all that stuff. So, like, that was a thing. Um. There was a few other uh, uh, dim. Oh yeah, Destiny Item Manager. Like the good one popped up because the one for the app was garbage. Still, is pretty bad. It barely loaded on me yesterday. Like I barely was able to transfer. Yeah, and I mean, like look at like Planet Destiny, completely community run. Yep, is now like the number one hiring out of Planet Destiny. Look at Planet Destiny. Look at people like Datto Holtzman. Um, Shit! Even the one that was annoying, the the Brit. Oh yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't think of but look, name, all but, yeah. of like the crazy cool people that are in Destiny's community have been there since the beginning. Yeah, and, like developing content around it and everything. A lot and, of them like, I've been watching since months before launch. Oh yeah, I remember like catching up on Datto shit before the yep. game even launched, and yep. I've been watching him ever since. Bife, my name is Bife. Is great. Yep. He's great. He does some great lore videos right now too. Like he's been doing that in the meantime because That's he knows he has cool. time to kill. So he's doing a bunch of lore stuff. So if you're interested in lore, go watch those videos because they're actually pretty good. Um, um, I think a final last thing to touch on, which will lead us perfectly into Destiny Two. Yeah. Um, just bringing this question on you. I, th- I think I know go the answer it. though. Go for it. Um, Destiny One, for those who never played it, had three classes: Titan, Warlock, Hunter. As we know right now, those are returning. Yep. Are you planning on still saying ti- Hunter as you have for the entirety of Destiny One? Probably because most of the people we play with are also set in their ways. Yep. Um, as you know, I'm pretty much the most natural hunter. Yep. <laughs> you've been see. I the picked funny, it up and just knew like, yeah, yeah, this is me. You've been a hunter since Alpha. Yep. And while I started as a to warlock, fair, went to Titan House, I was really gravitated towards Lock. Yes. And I've that's always been my secondary. Yes. Um, and I still love my lock. I'm actually really excited to wrap up this new monarchy quest so I can just play lock on uh, for a little bit. Mayhem clash yep. like so. crazy. So there is that to be said because uh, I will say this: no matter what, void is my favorite. Oh, one hundred percent, all the way. Every single void subclass on every single class is my favorite one. Yep. So. Yep. Same. Um, to to swing that question on myself, I I don't know yet because my my heart is always with my titan ever since i picked yep. it up at the end of year for one. me it also depends on the subclasses because oh, yeah. which this also leads a little bit into the next one uh we know that subclasses that we had are gone 
in some it's, way, shape, or form. We they metroided us on that class, yeah, or, so or on that capacity. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. Exactly. Again, um, I'm hoping a lot of those questions will be answered next week. This week, yeah, this next week. So, um, I agree with that. I think, and that's my biggest thing is it'll kind of depend on what we see there mm-hmm. too. Because for me, and well, you know, we might as well just shift into it a little bit now. Now that we're already talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, with Destiny 2, I do think that with that, like, whatever capacity of eliminating everything that was and, you know, saying, oh, yeah, just play Destiny 1 if you want to touch that stuff, that there is an opportunity there for a full subclass revamping, um, even with the elementals involved, mm-hmm. it's plausible. Um, but I think that they saw that people loved the third subclass quests and they want to blow that up into all three subclasses yeah, for each class. I'm 100% down. And that's because the, yeah. like the lore of each of those was some of the coolest thing and going to like one. areas that are now crucible areas and like yeah, all that was cool and like grabbing and like actually embracing the grabbing energy. the hammer or stealing the bow or getting struck by fucking lightning. The lightning one was probably the well the Night Stalker was the one that had the least amount of like lore capacity. That it's was like, that was K- like Kate was just sort of like I know a guy. Yeah, that one was kind of lame. the The Stormcaller one was amazing. Yeah, it's like no, you have to go and embrace the storm, and if you don't embrace it, if you you're, don't enter you're your dead. trance, you're gonna die. It's like oh okay. I also liked the Sunbreakers because there's a whole order of Sunbreakers living on Mercury that we did what? Yeah, okay. They're like, yeah, we kind of follow the ideas of uh, Ra or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we follow that guy too. And you're like, there's a whole council of titans that just say, fuck the council. You know, these guys yeah, over here. Lo- love it. Okay. that That's great. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is one of my biggest things for Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um. And this, you know, again, this is the portion where we're going to start talking about our wishes for Destiny yeah, 2. I think this is the transition. Part. Um. One thing that... A lot of the Geek Domination guys, a lot of the community say all the time is, I want an actual story. I want a better story, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I will say, and you'll agree with me on this, yep. that Destiny has a story. It's there. It's there. 100%. It's, it's hidden behind Grimoire You and I have spent some time discovered. just reading through Grimoires. Yeah. And... What I think the game needs is a better presented story. And this it's with stuff yeah. like this, you know, doing more quests like this to yep. unlock the subclasses. One thing that I suggested that kind of mirrors up with this is taking King brought on a few changes. And one of those changes is that some of the missions weren't a full fledged CGI trailer. It was more of a, uh, uh, like an animated kind of just like, you know, Oh, here's a slightly like purpley background. Here's some white, like fancy writing. And it plays out the images that you right. need to get to understand what's going on. I think that would be actually a good spot for like grimoires. You go and you do it, and you hear an audio file from somebody, but it's played with a little some animation. imagery. Yeah, you know, it animation. doesn't even have to be a full fledged cutscene. Just like no. give me some pretty pictures and some stuff to listen to. Yeah, and would be great is if that's like a kiosk or a note on a character, yeah. and that person's talking to you and telling you that story. Those are great ways to kind of present these things. To the us. fact that the majority of Destiny story is hidden behind just logs and logs of text that you can't even access in the actual game. Is a little bullshit to me, and I will agree. agree on that. We've said that since we that was first figured out. Yeah. That, oh, we can't find these in game at all. That's apart pretty from dumb. Picking up the ghost. That's pretty that's dumb. Stupid. So, I want that. I yeah. just want if they stick with the grimoire system. You know what? Just make it accessible in the game, and I'll hey, I'll yeah. even be happier. But I'm pretty yeah. sure from what we've already seen, there, there's definitely going to be more of a focus on story. And I mean, there even has been since Taken King, which was yeah. really Taken the King big revitalizing. Of Remember, the you game. could walk up to like certain things, and your ghost could scan it. It was worthless, but it would tell you something. Yeah, you could start doing that on Taken King, and it would so, just give you tiny little pieces of info. Yeah, I just think I think 
primary location for all that stuff needs to be cleaned up, and I think it just needs to be accessible through the game so you don't have to touch the app. Yep. That's all it really comes down to. However you want to do it, whatever you want to do for it, just make it accessible in-game. Yep. So I'm with you on that. Like, that's my big thing. And then also with story, I get that vanilla Destiny soured people because their presentation of Defeat the Darkness was pretty dumb yes. and the black heart and all that. But then that plays out. Like you play later and it's like, oh, it's revealed that, oh, you killing the darkness. You didn't actually kill all of it. And there was a whole thing there. The, like how they actually restructured the the whole vanilla campaign yep. with the DLC missions after taking King was really well done. It's genius. Like you get into like the moon, you go to the moon and that splinters like a tree into the uh the crota stuff. stuff and then once you go back to the um venus, venus. later it starts sprinkling into house wolf stuff and all those missions that were originally you know you played Segregated, the vanilla story yeah. and then uh, dark below came out and you started dealing with that kind yep. of stuff those missions just started getting seated mm-hmm. within all the other missions john luke being boy and delivering beer mid-cast <laughs> i'm good thank you though <laughs> So it splintered off. Yeah. Splintered off. It came back and more than all the missions. And once you was, saw the whole story, it was really cool. It's kind of beautiful. Yeah. The way it splinters so, and everything. So I know like, it feeds the raids. That's the coolest part oh, yeah. too is is at the end of each like splinter is the raid. Yep. And especially now that everything's been revitalized, I wish I was that person that could replay from the start. I mean, you can, I, but you just got to delete when you're trying yeah. And that's the thing is I don't want to go to that extent, but you can. You can actually play through the story, and the way that they tie up at the end is that it's the raid, and yeah. with the present raids, it's it, it, fucking cool. It works it's really well. Cool. So I don't think Destiny needs a better story. I think it no. needs a better presented story. I agree. Presented being the main 100%. 100% agree. Um, to go kind of along with that, I think... I think activities need to be better outlined in advance because I think a lot of the chagrin that fans have is what's coming up next. Yeah. And they've gotten better. I'll give them credit. They have gotten better. Look at vanilla and like the, the Crota announcement was sort of there and then it was dry right afterward. And they're yeah. like hard mode will come later. And you're like, when? And then like a month later, it finally yeah. came out. Like it was not, the. Most I think like that's blatant. the biggest thing. Um, just kind of go with that. I think everyone will kind of appreciate this. Um, just like smaller pieces of content and just updated throughout the year is, is better. Because, again, even if it's just laid out, you know, this will be out then, this will be out then, blah, 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 blah. I do think that each content drop, major content drop, should feature kind of a a roadmap to the next drop of small content. Right. Like, oh, by the way, every three weeks, you know, these weeks are Iron Banner, these week, you know, these weekends are Trials. Here's And honestly, I wouldn't mind if with, and this kind of pairs in with something else, if, if they created another even higher end thing than trials because i feel like trials has gotten kind of scumbaggy in a certain sense yeah um it could still exist but i think it's, it's already at the point where like random maps don't really affect it no people are still scumbags right um you could roadmap that out and be like oh yeah these weekends these it's these maps and then every fourth weekend is uh, is random for the whole weekend yeah and again i think people will just appreciate just having that communication and it, i think it would make it more competitive else. like then you're not relying on scumbag methods to win you're practicing on maps especially since we got private matches right part way into the year it's like oh now we can go practice and figure out that's actually a really cool idea like like doing that and just literally practicing trials yeah strategies yeah and that's kind of where i'm at with it is like if you're going to do that you might as well just roadmap everything that goes between the content drops and that way people like us can plan our weekends in advance and then oh hey 
So we get to the 21st. We can totally go on ahead and do this thing. Right. That's kind of the cool thing that they don't want Age of Triumph with like yeah. all the raids cycling the challenges. I like that because, you know, we can say like, okay, this week we're going into this raid. We're doing this stuff. And afterwards, you know, we'll have a little bit of time. What's going to hit this raid? Report on to. lunch on Fridays, I texted the group. I'm like, so we're doing this right. We're hitting this one with this boss. We will we'll battle back and forth quick little strategies for each fight. And then I'll go into the app or dim or whatever real quick. And I'll set all my stuff in advance so and that so when I'm ready home, to go, I can be in orbit and be with them. Yeah. Like it's. It helps the pe- the fans if you give them that kind of knowledge. Right. Um, let's see. Go on ahead if you have something. I, I have something that I, I would be amazed if this isn't on your list. And um, this is going to kind of splinter into a larger okay. topic for a second. Better clan support. Fuck nay. So, <laughs> Whether that's in-game or out-of-game. So something that <laughs> I shared it with him. I think it was an IGN video. Yes. Or GameSpot. It was I think it was two. IGN about yeah. a week ago when, when we first started talking about this. We were this. spitballing this idea. And uh, something they posited that I actually latched onto pretty hard is I would love, first off, a clan space in-game. Yeah. So, so yeah. We've talked about this for Clan years. space in-game. Just give us a Period. little area where we can hang out. I don't care if it's a fucking, like, bunker. I don't care if it's a two-by-two two box that we cool hang out We said it'd be cool if it was, like, you know, if everyone had the same access point and then it just offloaded you into your rooms yep. separately. But, like, in the tower. But, obviously, since we're fighting to get the tower back, like... Wherever you need to put it, just give me a, a base fucking camp somewhere. clubhouse in the middle of the wilderness. I'm yeah. fine with that. So but, something that they posited was this idea that, like, on, after a high end reward, like, let's say we do a raid, and instead of dropping individual ships for everybody, it drops one master ship. That then the leader of the, so like for everybody, obviously they each get it, but whoever is the leader when they equip it, everyone else is just turns gray. Yeah. And now it's a group ship, and there's a bonus attached. And the one I posited for it was like, oh, you can let's say it has selectables. Right. Increased chance of armor drops or increased weapon drops or a I specific like set because so, that's the difficulty in um, the raid. Final Fantasy fourteen kind of already has something like this. And Perfect. it's basically buffs that you can give to your entire... Uh, and they're at, they're called free companies. You know what? There's, it's one, like rep, there's rep boosters in the game. Yeah, like that's, this. that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, my biggest kind of worry with this, and I've said this to you before and mm-hmm. you agree, I don't want any sort of power increase from this. Exactly. I want it still to be the challenge that it is. I just want something that might alter the rewards that we right. get. Whether it's, you know... Sometimes we get boots for six weeks straight and you get arms for six weeks straight. Feels, and we're like, what the hell? It feels bad. It feels real bad. So I want that. As long as it's not a power increase, I'm 100% okay with this. Yeah, and then I, I want, like, all the silly little shit that should have been in the game originally. Like, like customizable emblems for your clan. Whether that's, yes. you know, on the level that Call of Duty has done it or, Which you know, great. whether it's super simple. I, I would don't spend, care. I would spend a while. On yes. <laughs> um, and then just from splintering that out, um, you know, we already said, like, the the group space would be really cool and just yeah. customize it and have a good time there. Something that, uh, they pa- that I actually liked is kind of an extension from Mass Effect is the fact that, like, when you're in orbit, you're inside of your ship as opposed to just looking at your ship. And this idea that then... If you're in a clan spaceship, you could then like walk around and walk ship. around. It's got right. decorations. One thing they posited that I really liked is you can actually retire old gear and it becomes a fixture in your ship. Yes, 100. Like, yes, let's do you that. Know what was, <laughs> this I, this actually this came to mind. Uh, Metroid Prime Three Corruption. One of the coolest selling points of that game was like you actually just being in the and cockpit you, of the and ship. you're playing around shit. That yeah, was my and then you got like all the little bobbleheads and you yep. got all the stickers inside from yep. playing other games. That shit was just cool. 
People it, it like doesn't stupid mean shit. anything for the Bungie actual should, gameplay. You know I'll say this. Bungie should know this. People like stupid shit because people made like music videos out of just emotes and, and shit like that. Like people like dumb things. All I need to know, all I need to say to like show There's a like, ball in the tower. There's that. <laughs> all I need to sh- like say to like be like Bungie, like people like making stupid shit is red versus blue. Because look at that to what it's become today. You're not That's wrong. just a stupid shit that someone made in a video game. Yep. That's all we need. Last thing that they need to make is just like customizable shaders that like, you know what? This is the Geek Domination shader. Boom. Done. Boom. Done. It's it's there. I like it. Customization for everyone in the clan. And and with that, the shader just needs to be attached to material. So, oh, fabrics are this. Armor pieces are this. Yeah. And this is this. Just, like, you know, as an extent off from that, just give us customizable shader. Like, actually, scratch that. Fuck shaders and just be like, here's a color palette. Make your armor whatever you want. Shaders are cool because they're preset. Yeah. I, I agree with that. It's simplified. Like, I can throw something on and boom, you gave me something that has, like, tiger stripes that I wouldn't have created in, in my own thing. But if I had the ability to go in and just, like, okay, my basic helmet's this, the visor piece is this, the armor piece here is this, so on and so forth, hologram thing is this, like, that would be yeah. amazing. So that ties into something that almost everyone has said, too, which I feel like this one's kind of a given, but just more customization in general. Yeah. So whether that's... Character features, or again, going to this where full customization of your you know shader. What? Big one, huge one that everybody is demanding transmogging. Yeah, that, which those who don't know who transmogging is, it's been called other things throughout different games, but transmogging the is this the idea of making one piece of gear look like another Taking piece of Taking the stats from a gear and lo- like, well, I loved the way. DC Universe does it because there's no expense involved. Uh You lock a piece of gear as your stat gear, and then you just select another piece of gear, and it just puts the polygons of that gear on. Yep. Boom. Done. Yep. No. That's how I was doing it for forever. Yep. You know, like the stats are still the same, but I can make myself look like a level ten scrub. Perfect. And and more than that is like, you know, I found that piece of gear. uh, I think it's one of the Sublime. I think it's Sublime from uh, year three. Uh, the uh, uh, the jacket that yeah that looks kind of like a Han Solo jacket to me. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, oh, I would love to wear that, and you know, it doesn't really work with a lot more now. But at it's, the time, it looks like, cool. Let me Let's put that on. It. But it always dropped with shitty stats, so I never used it. Well, right, because you can't. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So just bigger customization. I feel like that one's just kind of a given. Yeah. I'd be amazed if they didn't even add like anything. They did. Co- I think they already confirmed beards are on humans now. They one hundred percent did. So there you, right, you go. There you go. Andrew, they fixed the game for you. 10 out of 10. Beards. <laughs> you know what? Uh, helmet off. I want helmet off. All the time? The ability, yeah. Okay. It, like, it doesn't need to make sense to me. I don't need it to make sense to me. Just do it. I Just do it. I want people to run around and see my robot with the silly little thing on it. I want to see people running around with their stupid beards and shit. Beard hawks and whatnot. Yeah. All that crap. Yeah. You build this character. You want to embrace it. Like, But you can only embrace it in the tower. Fuck that. Yeah. That's like I remember when, um, so again, we've already mentioned this before, but for Age of Triumph, we bought, brought in Fur, who was on mm-hmm. a Quest Complete episode before, and who was someone I met through WoW into Destiny to raid with us. And I remember when he started, he was like, what race should I be? I was like, it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't. It doesn't matter I mean, I'm all. satisfied I'm a robot. I embrace that hard, but yeah. I don't care. It yeah, doesn't it's matter. like, cool, I'm a robot. Hooray. Beep, boop, beep. Hooray. <laughs> um... You know what? I'll shout this out for Jess because I know she needs it to hear mm-hmm. it. We need the sweeper bot. This, 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 it needs to be back. Just as like, a, you know, here's what we do. All right. Caden needs to save sweeper bot in the opening cutscene. Hang on. Hang on. So Destiny needs to become a full-fledged RPG. 
with party members. Got it. And Sweeperbot's one of them. Yep. And he is the Done. best. <laughs> the he's slapping shit with brooms. <laughs> be funny if he just finished off enemies below 10%, so he's literally sweeping up after you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, sorry. Anyways, back to this. Um, <laughs> back to real things. Um, one thing I've heard everyone say, and it goes back to your whole thing of, oh, I got boots for six weeks straight, and you got arms for six weeks straight. Yeah. Trading. Needs I, to be I realized, uh, well, and another one that, that'd be fine is, like, say you're in the raid, you finish raid, you get raid gear, you don't like it, you can delete it, and it, you know how we get silver dust for cosmetic shit? Uh-huh. What if it was an item that dropped that, like, just said you could then take that yeah. item? so you know what delete. was one of the best things about House of Wolves that they completely ditched after House of Wolves? <laughs> Which was? I don't remember now. The <gasps> weapon and armor tokens. Oh, so yeah, completing duh. the activity gave you a token. Yep. And every single week, the inventory cycled around which piece you could buy. Yep. Bungie, why did we drop this? You know what? That was I've, amazing. I've got a crazy metaphor yeah, for this. Okay. So you know how we constantly turn in like pieces of the enemies and we get credits for it? Uh-huh. The meta of that would be that, oh, we've taken all those pieces and we've crafted this armor out of that. Bruh. <laughs> and boom, now you got your raid armor. Yep. I'm fine with that. I'm down. I actually like that more. Yeah. About the idea more. of trading, though, and yeah. even if so, trading within the activity is what Jess kept trading saying. Trading within agree. the activity in the group. So if you and I are in the group, yep. you know, again, I've been getting boots for six weeks. You've been getting legs for six weeks. Both of us need that. Boom, switch done. Boom, we got it. Um, needs to be again confined within the group that you completed activity with. Yep. Um, and then a time limit on and it. And a time too. limit. Yeah. You got one hour to decide if you want to switch it up. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, and then as an extent of this, I don't even care if they go this route that they mm-hmm. went with WoW a couple of years ago. So in WoW, um, there is an option for loot that's personal loot, which is basically how Destiny works. Yeah. It's everything's personal loot. Yep. Um, they allow you to trade personal loot, again, within that time limit, mm-hmm. if it is not an upgrade for you. Makes sense. So if like literally like, say I don't have max level boots. See, I get max level boots. I can't trade those. Nope. But the next set of max level boots I get, I can give those away because I don't need them. The other Even one if I they like, go that route, I'm like, 100% I also fine. I like this too because this happens in, in Marvel Heroes. This happens in a lot of games I've seen is once you equip an item, it then uh, becomes unable to be traded. It can be unable to do that because it locks uh-huh. it in your character in some capacity. Yeah. And I think that makes sense in this capacity too is that if you put it on fully, like put it on because I mean you can just preview and it's fine. Right. That locks out of trading. Yeah, and even what they should do if they go that route, just do like the whole warning. If you equip this item, it will yeah. become untradeable. Do you want to continue? And Boom. Then, and done. Then you, instead of holding square to delete, you can hold X to equip. Yeah. And if you wait that entire period, then, then it's boom, done. Locked into locked your character. Boom. Traded. Um, that was like one of the like the things I was most excited about for division, and then division was bad, so Still I forgot bad. about trading. Was even a thing. So there's that. Yep. Um, let's see. I got something here. Uh, sensibility. I'll, I'll start from the top of mine because I bounce around a lot. But okay. uh, sensibilities are probably like doing that that new stuff. Um, I was thinking about it. It'd be fucking cool if you could go dark, like truly dark, not like void, but like dark, dark. Okay. Well, there's been some theories. I know. I'm sure they're going there are. around. Um, because again, we're getting metroided in some way. We don't know exactly yeah. what our subclasses, what state they're going to be left in. Yep. Um, people have been like, oh, we're going to start drawing powers from the darkness. And there's two guardians that have done this already. Toland? Okay, there's three that have done this Toland already. One, yeah. Toland, Eris. Eris, yeah, but and she then, obviously takes a hit for doing it because right. she is a child of the light still. And then the stranger. Stranger was born of darkness. Mm-hmm. Or 
was not born of light is more accurately yeah. what she is. So it's possible that she's actually an exo that never died ever. Yeah. It, just throwing out that out there. Possible. But what I was thinking about this was more specifically in line with the Thorn storyline. Okay. And that the the guardian that used Thorn was corrupted by Thorn and he became a, a, a guardian of darkness instead of a guardian of light. That'd be cool. Even um, if it's just like a fourth subclass or however many subclass we're going to sure, have now, yeah, I'm whatever. down. And that's more of my point is that I think it'd be cool if there was a story element that made us actually tap into that. Right. So I'll do this piece just to, to, to extend off that real quick. Um, the two things I want to see done with it's subclasses is obviously a full revamp. And like, I would even be cool if they're just like, fuck elements. Me too. There's this subclass. There's this subclass. Yep. So it's boom, done. Me um, too. What I really want to see and fur extended this ideology when I was talking to him earlier is better subclass balance. So I I have a piece on this because too. Night Stalker is a perfect example because it's real sad how perfect like balance. yeah well, well it's like it's real sad how like you basically can't except for special situations run any other class the Night Stalker as a hunter in PvE because Night Stalker is so right goddamn good. So, by the way, I didn't tell you about this, but I've made my Night Stalker more beastly in Crucible That's with mean. Mayhem. Yeah. I forgot that uh, Predator makes it so night, uh, the uh, Shadow Shot also gets cooldown faster. Yeah. That's so, mean. So that plus uh, I was using, and it makes him traps. It's laying traps everywhere. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I want that. I mean, like, I'm fine with, like, there being, like, one subclass that's, like, obviously better for an activity. Well, but I want to feel like I'm not penalized for not running a subclass. And more than that, too, uh, to touch on that, is obviously within the Night Stalker, I can actually switch up nodes and still be efficient. Yeah. Most of those subclasses don't have that no, option. Like, so for take, for example, like, Defender, obviously the best Titan PvE subclass. There's there's one build. Yep, only one. Yeah, like there's you slight variations, one, but it's like two things. It you does go the blessings same thing. or weapons. Yep, and then you might add on the node that makes it so when the bubble takes damage, you get more orbs. That, Depending that, that, on the strategy, that's it though. That is literally it. It's not like where like Night Stalker. Oh, I can do the node that makes a fuck ton of orbs. Or I can do the node where oh, I'm just using this on the boss, so it doesn't matter how many things I tether because I'm not going to be making orbs anyway. So let's do the node that makes it to where my grenades and my smokes last longer. Yep. Or, you know, let's make it to where a subclass can actually be used in the activity, Blade Dancer, so it can actually be used to its extent, Blade Dancer, and be used in the activity it's supposed to be made in, Blade Dancer. Blade Dancer. Blade Dancer, <laughs> it's so depressing. The best subclass in the game is Night Stalker, and the worst subclass in the game is Blade Dancer, and both are Hunter classes. <laughs> yep, 100%. <laughs> like I said, go big or go home yep. with the Hunters. I think, like, actually the, the, subclass, or the, the class that has the best subclass balance within its class is Warlock. Because, like... Which one? No, like this, oh, just all, all three of them. You I can agree. you can pretty much run all of them. Yeah, and they're all fine, and they're all yeah. great. I will say that there's certain maps, Nightstalk. You know, you're gonna want to run Blade. I'll oh, yeah. say that there's certain maps, uh, but again, you're kind of tied into only PvP with not with Blade. Like, you might use it as the security revive guy in the uh, prison. Yeah, but that's the only time it's ever been like viable was for cheeky little stealth strats. Yep, uh, Gorgon. Amazing. And Gorgon, <laughs> you know, pretty much. Um, so, which that, then smoke. Yeah. Again, I I want. I'm fine with there being a best, but I want to feel like I'm not penalized for wanting to play this subclass in any activity. So something this ties directly into something that I, I bringing over from Mass Effect is I want more also synergy between separate 
classes. So like, okay. for instance, let's just say I shoot down. Let, let's just use the current subclasses because we don't know of anything of the future. Right. Um, let's say I throw down a black hole tether. And then a Nova comes by and decides to throw his Nova directly at the center. Rather than killing everyone, what if it's supercharged and it's spiraling oh, farther? Oh, that'd be dope. So then instead of using it to kill enemies, he's using it to tether even more area. That'd be crazy. Allowing you to then generate more. Like, I don't know. And, I can't think of any other synergies, but that one's really cool. <laughs> so I thought of that. And then I thought about like, okay, if you throw a bubble over tether, like then again, what if the entire area, the entire region. So then like, it's not just like tethering a single enemy. It's then like, oh, if the enemy's in the zone period of any capacity. Or they could even like, go like, uh, so even they could go something like, you know, I know this is exactly, you put down a bubble, you tether the bubble. That's how it becomes a blindy bubble. That'd be interesting. crazy be stuff cool. like that. That'd so be really like, cool. I was thinking like with, and then if you do cross elementals, let's say you shoot a, a golden gun directly at the tether instead of like just doing nothing or hitting a single enemy or a group of enemies or whatever. Instead, what if it charged all the tethers with fire and they all started burning? That'd be dope. So things like that. I want to see like synergy Bungie, do between that. Do subclass that. <laughs> supers because then it creates like a whole new meta of like, Oh, what if we got this boss? We did this, and we added this in. That has a whole other layer. Exactly, That's like crazy. And I want to see that happen because what's kind of cool is this happens in Mass Effect right now, and this is what probably the one piece of it that makes me really interested in that game still to this day is with Andromeda with all the negativity we're starting right now. Some abilities are primers, and some are detonators. So, like, you might hit an enemy with a primer, and then hit him with a detonator, and it does about triple the damage that hitting him with two detonators. Okay. If you, so, like. It, it works like that. So you wind up creating this crazy chain and explosion and techniques, but you have to start to learn the system to get it down. Otherwise, you're in a spot where you're constantly just frustrated. So, And that's where I want this kind of evolve in Destiny is like, okay, let's start doing that. Let's start to figure out little connections we can make to eliminate like any of the fat from these classes. Like a Titan Slam is cool and all, and hitting a tether group is cool and all, but wouldn't it be cooler if like he hit it and it just created a, one quick massive flash explosion really cool. or something? Yeah, that's like, a really cool idea. I like that a lot. I want that to be a thing. I don't think that part of me doesn't think that'll happen, but I really want it to be a thing. Even if it's a couple, I'm fine. With I it, just but... yeah, I want to figure those things out because that's it'd be fucking cool. <laughs> Even if it's like a Night Stalker, literally just gets a node with like. Hitting like another okay, so like take hitting it with another element or like does hitting it with another ability does yeah. something because like look at like kind of the closest thing we have to something like that right now is the warlock exclusive fusion rifle Susano, yes. which changes its element based on ability damage you do. Yep, like that's like a super basic form of what you're talking about, but it's already in the game. You got elements of it in game. Yeah, literally. Um, like that. I also like. I'd like to see bosses uh, kind of rotate through uh, maybe specific super combos in conjunction with that. Like I'd like to see bosses have hidden per fight which combos work better on it. I love it. And so that in game you have to switch it up. We're talking like some fucking Mega Man level shit right now. To That's... where like, oh, War Priest this week is only weak to Golden Gun. Well, a combo. So like we have to figure out. In... That'd be dope. So like, okay, this week only. Golgoroth is only weak to a tethered Nova Bomb. That's crazy. That hurts my brain too much. Or like, oh, this week, uh, War Priest is only weak to an Arc Blade 
charged with a bubble that has been shocked by a storm trance that I mean, has song that of flame. Like, you know how he has the, the uh, edge of the blade thing where he throws the blade forward? What if once he's charged with weapons of light, he's then able to throw it through the air instead of along the ground? Stop, please. Like, these are things that I've been thinking of. I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many cool ideas here. This is why we don't give you coffee, because you come up with ideas like this. No, I get coffee all constantly. Okay. Um, I only have yeah. three more big ideas, by the way, but they're all pretty huge. I've got two. Okay. I'll do one first. Yeah. Gear that actually matters. And here's yeah. what I mean by this. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's a couple ways to go about this. Um, one of the things I will like actually like say that division achieved on was just the amount of stats. Yeah. I want more stats. No, I'm kind of with you. Like, I just want like gear that like does something more. And I would the- love to see modifiers. It'd be, you know, this might be tailing right off your idea. Cause you just sparked an idea. Uh-huh. What if you had a piece of gear that changed your grenade to a different subclasses type? That'd be really cool. Or like your melee, like just so you can get some variance so, in there. So this is, again, so this is um, the first part of the segment that will be happening a couple of times throughout the rest of this, which is uh, I play Diablo too much. Um, <laughs> I want, again, this oh, is, yeah. this is that crazy. Angle. Thinking from that angle. This okay. is crazy, but bear with me. I want set bonuses in Destiny. No, yeah, absolutely. So what set bonuses are for those people who have never played WoW or never played Diablo is it's once you have a certain amount of pieces from a certain set of gear, you get additional perks. So take like not just a shader that's in conjunction with Not just a shader a or set. this piece gives you this perk. Yep. Like it's once you have two pieces of the Titan set from Crota's end, you get this perk on this subclass and it increases your damage in this way. Yep. That'd be really cool. Because it would that, also make me feel like me hoarding my loot matters more. Yes, because, <laughs> again, look at Diablo. So you have Diablo. You have five five classes in the game. Yes. Five, six. Uh, there's some classes in the game. <laughs> yes. And then for each subclass, there's this set and mm-hmm. this set and combining these two sets. Yep. Making and all kinds of crazy sets. So it's like I can be a titan. And then I can be a Defender Titan. And then I can be a Defender Titan using the four-piece from this set, which buffs my abilities in this way. Yep. Please. It'd be crazy. There's inadvertent ways that the game kind of already does it, which is depressing because it's sort of in there but like for instance like we saw today like if you wear if you're a defender titan wearing no backup plans and you got a, sh- a universal remote on and illuminated you pretty much wreck pvp you pretty much have a four piece already okay <laughs> so that's that's in a way barely touching the tip of the iceberg for what you're talking about yes and that's what i'm getting at is like so it's already kind of there they just need to take it to that one step further to make you a monster when you're making your crap and you'd be like i, I found the I found it. I found the one we need. <laughs> Guys, I ha- I'm wearing six different sets right now. But the bonuses are ridiculous. So I agree. I think that's be so a cool. huge thing. So that's definitely hugely important for me too. Um, my next thing. Um, actually, I'll, I'll split this off into more than just sparrows because I only type sparrows out. But I want all the non-combat essential things to matter more. Okay. So... I want sparrows that you could modify. I want guns that have, obviously, their perks, but I want their, like, sights, and I want their clips to be separate from the normal perks. I want to be able to, like, pick up a clip of something and be like, oh, hey, this adds such and such thing to this, and I can slap it on this gun, or I can take it over this X percent faster reload. I love when games have the ability to modify your weapons with items that are separate from the gun. Yes. 
So I want more of that. And that's kind of also Division has some of that. Mass Effect has a lot of that. Call Heck, of Duty has it in a little in bit. spades. Yeah. <laughs> but, a little bit spades. Yep. Uh, but in addition to that is uh, like with Sparrows, it'd be cool if say like, oh, we can devote ourselves to a speed build and it gets like little armor and no attack. But it'd be cool if you could also modify and throw guns on there and like yeah. lose out on this and make it something that valuable. I think like everyone wants just vehicle combat in general, whether that's yeah. ship combat or sparrow combat Which or more tank Pikes, combat. Yeah. Pikes do it. And there wasn't there another. Oh, the interceptor and yeah yeah but uh that'd be cool those like actually mattered in actual raid fights to exactly. where like you know or just say in strikes yeah or... in the cabal strike you know mm-hmm. two people have to be in interceptors to deal with this thing but to pair that would that, just be like, cool ships i would love to have something like that and it could just be something like where hey you throw this fin on or something and it changes like some of your stat or your uh, bonus values just like we we're talking about for the like the group ships for raids uh-huh. like it'd be cool if there was ones that are like hey during this strike you get two percent more experience bonus to all your leveling of guns that's like literally nothing but it's something you know what i mean but yeah. like something no, no, no. small like, like exactly. a small bump but it's um, not a power increase but it's my ship has this thing and it does this i load in this game why it's cool yep and this helps me in a way that like nothing else will like it's better than me popping a stupid like oh my hand cannons now level faster for 15 minutes or right. whatever um and then just because it actually ties directly into mine, I'm just going to finish mine off. Okay. Um, My last two can kind of be the same. Okay. So connected to that is with Sparrows mattering more, I want mi- I want strikes, I want missions or raids to feature, and I think we've talked about this before, a Halo 1 or Halo 3 moment, like the end of those games, where it's a mad dash away from death. I want to – I mean, I've been saying since Vault of Glass that I want a Sparrow runaway segment in a raid – because that would be incredible. Yep. That'd be really cool. I want something just along those lines. I don't care how it's presented. It could be like, Oryx was vanquished, and now he's going to blow up his whole ship, and I'm you've not- got to get back to your your ship, and you're <laughs> racing through the reverse raid, but it's got more shit or less shit, and you have to figure it out. Yeah. Because you're going to die, no matter what, that'd probably cool. the first time. Do it, please. I'd be down. Like, imagine a modified version of that like, ship conflux area. But with sparrows, and you have to hit them just right, slaloming, and you get across. No. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's no, like those are the cool. types of things that I've been thinking. It's like I want stuff similar to that effect so that sparrows aren't just, oh, I can get from point A to point B. Right. But yeah, I think that's really – let me go through my list one more time. I think that's about it. Okay. Um, my last two are, are pretty – they're pretty similar. I did have so. one last thing to tie into ships, but it's go just – uh, right yeah. I'd like kind of like Star Foxy segments with it. Yeah, just ship combat in general. Kind of like I think everyone you know, would be down a good, for that. Like gummy ships also. Like the idea of going from point A to point B, I might as well fight something along the way. Right. I already go into loading screens that I can then go in my menus and shit that shouldn't be possible considering I've seen many programmers go into comment threads like, it's a miracle that they can even do that. It's like, <laughs> let's just put it, make it a fucking shooting gallery. Let's do it. That'd be cool. Okay. That's it. Yep. So my last two things that I want, and these are actually like the biggest things I want from a Destiny sequel, and they're kind of crazy. Not that crazy, but... They're, they're different than I think what anyone else wants. Okay. The first one, and I've said this a million times before, one of my favorite things ever in all of Destiny 1 was the Black Spindle mission. For those who don't know what the Black Spindle Fucking mission a. was, uh, Black Spindle <laughs> no, I'm is, right with you is an that. exotic sniper rifle that can be only found in a certain mission by doing you know, something no time absolutely to explain crazy. Also has elements in right, that. but like no time to explain wasn't ridiculously hard the first time you went through it. it was solo? <laughs> okay. It was stupid solo. Uh, Black Spindle 
involved doing a hard as hell mission on a time constraint and yep. most of the of the people who did it the first time we came around we were all ridiculously under leveled but it gave you one of the best guns in the game that we still use to this day not a lie in that statement at all i want more stuff like this in a sense where i want super hard stuff that actually matters that to my character yeah. so i don't care if it's Something like doing that mission and I get a shader. That just makes me feel cooler because I have this shader. For instance, here's a good case in point. You and I were the only ones of our friends that bought shit during that small window to get the silly purple and red uh, emblem. And you and I wear it all the fucking time. (laughs) Because it's like I feel special because I have this thing. No one else has it. Right. We wear it all the time. Yep. Literally, I just want more hard stuff in the game. No, I agree. It makes me feel very accomplished like when I text. complete it because I have this reward that not many people do. I don't want it to be like a lot of like super crazy power increases stuff. Like I don't want yeah. a lot of the best guns in the game to be locked behind it that way because that kind of sucks for everyone. But even if it's just silly little cosmetic stuff, I'd be down. Well, and I even put it in the chat, uh, I like just general high end challenges that feel high end, feel rewarding. Like you're saying, like it needs to drop something. One thing needs to be guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And then, like we saw with that one, there was also a ship attached that I think we have both eventually got. I think yeah, I have a ship now. I have it. I have it. I'm pretty now. sure I do too. Um, heck, I actually prefer running that mission that way than just finishing it. Oh yeah, when I run it, yeah, because um, it's fun. It's literally more, and fun. it's hard, and hard stuff is fun. Ninety percent of the time, yeah, like because it's the, a challenge, and you feel good when you complete the challenge. The difference, the difference is, is there's hard, and then there's literally like designed for you to fail. Yeah, and it can't be that because we've been in those experiences, and those suck. But when it's hard and you feel accomplished because like, it's like, okay, we fucked it up like three times, but we, we fourth time succeed, that's clearly showing like, oh, we just need to get our hand, heads around it. Doing there's, it. there's reasons why um, Kingdom Hearts, doing Kingdom Hearts 2 runs ridiculously underleveled on the hardest difficulty like Excites feeds you? my soul and yeah. makes me feel good because when I complete this hard as hell thing, I feel good. And everyone should because you're achieving something difficult, and yep. I just want more of that. Just more ridiculously and I'll say hard prison stuff. Prison kind of went for it, but then it fell on its face. Yes, hard on yes. its face. Um, I like to see more. Two, I, as I put in the chat, I'd like to see two, three, and six person challenges yep. arise out of this. Like I want to see me and Cody doubling up and being like, "Yeah, let's go fucking wreck the shit." Yep. And us coming out like walking out like, "Yep, we did it. We did it." Um, so this extends into the thing that I actually want more than anything. Out of Destiny, and again, this this comes from me being kind of a narcissistic asshole who likes to be left alone sometimes. I want hard as hell solo content. Oh, and in that, Destiny, I to put one because but, yeah. um, pretty much like the only like hard solo stuff you can do in this game is doing stuff that that was designed for more people by yourself all the time. Yeah, so like one of the hardest things to do in the game right now is like soloing Axis. Yep, which is crazy. But it's not designed to be done that way. So it's like, okay, this is kind of a false challenge in the sense. I'm making this up as I go. Pretty much. Um, I want, like, again, it, it kind of ties into what I went last time. You know, I want, like, stupid hard solo The content. only thing that I, I had to append to that is I don't want anything soloing that leans into any one subclass or class in particular. Because that's okay. annoying to me. Because it's like... I should be able to walk in as a hunter and still succeed in the same way that, say, a resi lock well, could why, potentially. Well, why don't we do something like this? So <clears throat> Diablo mm-hmm. does dungeons. 
built around those specific sets. And that's another thing I was going to say. Or the alternative is to build it solely around. Yeah. So like, give me a Defender Titan dungeon challenge. Um, let's call it a masterwork challenge. Yeah. You finish it. You get something really cool. You know what? Let's go the whole whole nine yards on this one. Uh, it gives you a defender specified armor set that then when worn, like your whole armor looks like like yeah. it, you know you look again, at it, oh that guy master worked again, his entire set. It does set. not and should not be a power increase. Because no, that is like you know and then it's like this it person have, has an upper hand. It could have of, one perk maybe, but maybe. It, it can't be game breaking. Yeah, it needs to just be like oh that's cool. Yeah, and it literally, if it's just that, like, this armor looks really cool. Like, again, one of my favorite things in WoW was the challenge modes, which were dungeons that were harder than they were originally intended that you were supposed to speed run. Yep. And if you did all of them, the first expansion they did that, you got a special armor set I that you could only cool get for that too. character, and that's the only way you could get it, mm-hmm. and then it was gone, mm-hmm. and it still is. And then the second season they did it was weapons. Yep. And even if it's just that, I completed this challenge. Here's this really cool armor set that you can only get that way. It has no power increase. I just transmog it. Boom. I'm That'd a be badass cool because I did it. That'd be cool too. Uh, to parent that, I would love if that was built into the story in some capacity. So let's say you achieve certain amounts with that subclass. Let's, you know what? Let's just go the whole, all the way. You finish the subclass. Then your Vanguard person messages you and is like, hey, I have a challenge for you. Okay. And you're like okay so you go talk to him and he's like all right you've now unlocked all of your nodes for your defender you know whatever the story d- details are but it's right. like you've unlocked them all or you've mastered it now here's your master challenge go do it and you will get a full set and like we're saying like actually transmog is a perfect way to do it it's an armor set that has no stats that then you can just slap on other shit yep. and boom you've got it like that would be perfect I would rock a Night Stalker full set all the time to show up every other Night Stalker. I'm doing shit in Crucible right now that's stupid. Yep. We're talking like I'm tethering down at a guy, turning up before I land, tethering another guy out of the Stop, air. please. <laughs> and another guy running around within like 10 seconds, I have another tether. And let me say this too. I it's don't silly. want like, I don't even want it to be like, just like bounties that are kind of hard no, to do. No, fuck that. I want like. Kind of like, like the mission to get the subclass. I want one that kind of bookends that do like even if that. it's like literally designed as a i mean it wouldn't be exactly this a raid that's designed to be done by one person yep and designed around a Here's specific a subclass it. uh let's say that the final boss is a true boss and then the you know how like the mini bosses in raids are let's just say those are yellow named enemies uh-huh and you fight like three of those guys and then or two of those guys and then the final boss, but you still have the phases and there's probably you know what? There's probably still a mechanic in play. Like mm-hmm. that builds around your subclass. And what I would really love that would be because, fucking cool. Um how Diablo does it too is where you really have to change up your class a lot of the times to be able to do this challenge. So like yeah. say for one boss as a defender, I run the normal defender build. Oh, I whatever. just took this one step farther in my head. Okay. And then the next <laughs> boss, I have to do a build more built around force barriers so I can survive more stuff. And then there's a build where I, I have to use, you know, the one that creates the orbs to where I do something with those. I want it to where you literally have to master every single aspect of your subclass to complete it. So that was one thought I had, and you just decimated it. Yeah. But let's say you knock out all three or however many subclasses of your character and you get one super version. That's crazy. 
that then during the course of it, you have to figure out which subclass you have to switch to. And then switch. which build for that subclass. Do it, please, Bungie. Oh I love my God. it. Please go there. Like, you might alienate in these specific activities. You might alienate like 95% of the population. I don't care. <laughs> I want to be part of that 5% that wrecks all the hunter ones and probably all the warlock ones and maybe a couple of the titans. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe like two titans. Maybe like two titans. <laughs> I just want that because, again, I want to like... And like as selfish as it might be, I want to feel special for like I'm this guy who completed this. I'm tired look, of seeing. Look how cool I look. I'm tired of seeing the fact that we're going to clear all four raids twice, and we're not going to see anything special for doing that. Not really. No. It kind of sucks. Sad face. Me too. Like that's the thing is like I feel like we've just busted out a shit ton. We're about to bust out two more final raids. Uh huh. Before we decide to take a break from raiding, we're probably gonna still touch the game periodically, but not too much. Right before launch before of D2, two. So, but we're not gonna see anything for all that awesome work. We, I mean, we clean up a lot of stuff. We got some like you know cool ornaments on there, but we're not seeing anything commemorative of the fact that we just cleared all four raids in the remixed versions with all the challenges. With all the challenges, every challenge completed. Yeah, that's the part that I'm salty about in my head. Like I'm not too terrible. Like I'm not mad about it or anything, but it's just like fuckers like come Why? on give us something just give us something a little bit so i was so proud of ourselves when like we got done with year one and it's like here's your stuff for year one and i'm like oh fuck yeah we did everything and we got that done and we got year two done got a, got an got checked off. yeah i love that i can go on their website and i can see that in all the both those first two age of triumphs they're cleared completely yeah. i'm like we fucking killed it yeah and i look at this one i'm just like this book is stupid <laughs> i can buy a shirt <laughs> good you can do that with the year two to be fair right but like we also got something in game for it. Yeah, we're not gonna see anything in game for this. For we D2. get an, like a, an emblem, but yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. It's probably gonna be that stupid three shield thing that's the Age of Triumph yeah, logo, cool. and I don't care about it. No, don't do that. Give me sweet <sighs> Titan armor that gives me wings and makes me look like a Chimera. Dude, you know what'd be neat? This is totally kind of like off of everything else we've been doing, but okay. it'd be cool if like doing emotes in general activated certain effects on your armor. Just for They've done that once. Effect. The wolf head. Oh, right. Turning a different color when you're you howled. Right. You're right. More of so, that stuff. I'm cool. Yeah. Just anything. Like, let's say you wear a normal armor set that has, like, ornaments, and those ornaments activate when you do a, you know, right. not necessarily a certain emote, but just emotes in The general. new um, Age of Triumph armor sets, like, they really, look cool. they look great. Do more crazy stuff like this, and then just make it to where I have to be a god to get this. Yeah. Just don't... The sad part is, and, and so I'm going to get a little bit of the technical stuff real quick because I know that these are these are my final thoughts that I had on my notes. Is uh, One, with trials, uh, just in general, we need dedicated servers, which I know falls more to the platform basis, mm -hmm. but we need it. We desperately need it. Um, trials sucks right now. Like, it's horrible. If you get in, you're bound to find one of three things, either a fine game that probably has connection errors in general, a uh, shitty game where someone's paid a server to spam you messages mm -hmm. or someone to DDoS you. That's it. Trials is, is garbage right now for those reasons. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to that is the fact that like we're now dealing with three platforms as opposed to four. Well, as opposed to two. Well, I guess it was I guess two. Four, you're right. You're right. Four, okay. Two and a four and two and a two. I gotcha. But those like at the end of the day, Technically, there's still servers active for 360 and PS3, and that's going to stay that way for Destiny One. Mm -hmm. There's servers active for the the 
upgraded consoles, PS4 and Xbox One. And then they're adding on three new platforms in a way due to the fact that we're getting a new game on two of those consoles and, and then a PC. new platform altogether. Mm-hmm. We need some kind of server coverage to handle all of that. Um, albeit the other two are really mean, like I'm starting to whittle, whittle down, but at the end of the day, it's still shitty that like I've, I've seen stuff from people that like, yeah, they're still going to jump into the trials for D1 after D2's out. And I'm like, a lot of work but go for it <laughs> that was okay you do you <laughs> exactly but it's just like there's people planning to do that and then on top of that as you look at like um pc it's like i have concerns for that too just because like pc is so much easier to get into and start yeah. to mess with which has pros and cons mods might be really cool if they're strictly cosmetic mods that'd be fucking neat actually but then like i also foresee that destiny's gonna have a bunch gonna have a hard time combating like people just breaking the game because let's put it this way Bungie had problems when they got the first Halo through Halo 3 on to PC because within days of it dropping people broke the crap out of it and opened it up and started tearing it apart and messing with it so I don't necessarily have the best of faith in their PC launch we'll see Luckily, that's segregated from everything else, and so we don't have to worry about that affecting us negatively. Yeah. But it does also make uh, something that I heard. Uh, uh, what is that? That is IGN's fire team chat thing. Mm-hmm. They talked about the fact that um, we are going to probably wind up seeing different patches for PC separate from consoles because oh, of the that. simple fact that mouse and keyboard I mean, is look so at different. Overwatch and console, or Overwatch on PC and console, have completely different balances. Yep. they should do that too. Yep. Um, one last thing I wanted to touch on real quick because I told people that I would. Yeah. Like, like we said before, we kind of brought in some of the ideas from our other raiders. Yeah, perfect. So Jess, who was, again, like the freaking Destiny master, basically, um, wanted a couple different things from the rest of us. Um, she said she wants trading, you know, basically the same thing yeah. that we said. Um, no flawless raider trophies. That's kind of a given. I mean, I'd like more in-game trophies, as silly as that sounds. Like, I'd actually like like a cool no, separation so. between like actual yeah. PSN trophies and like in-game trophies. That'd I be agree. Cool. Um, a test range in the social area. A test range in the social area to test guns. One hundred percent. It'd be great if you're in if you're just at the vendor and you hit a button and it takes you to a test range. You try that gun out and then you can hit a button at the end to just buy it or, right, or not right. or pass on it. Um, all exotics should have a quest and should not be left to RNG from a raid boss. I agree where we should have more yes. exotics from quests and definitely go in that direction. They revised that with Crota because Crota used to be a purely RNG chance. Yeah, at they Crux, already fixed that. And they already fixed that so, one. So I agree. More exotic quests yep. just in general. I'm down for that. Have daily bonuses for things like material guns, armor to not make grinding as bad. Either daily bonuses or how we set it with the ships and giving it buffs from that. Yep. Um, and then donations for leveling should rotate. Um, every single day on Friday they should make just messaged us for like six weeks straight or maybe longer maybe even longer I think it was forever just like a whiteboard and it was like this person's taking this material and all these things and and so many times did multiple vendors double up on the same items and it's like why no one's taking spin metal for like three weeks straight right Um, I will say that the change to make vendors cycle on a weekly basis has been fantastic and keep doing that Oh fuck yeah! Whether the weapons, like the stats, yeah, and their uh, that's perks. been perfect. Yeah. I love that. I would like to see an evolution of it all to where, like, if you get to this point, I mean, it's different with Age of Triumph, but like the uh, items to rotate with all their different years worth of items. Yep. Like, if you're gonna do a commemorative part, like 
content piece, make sure that you're commemorating or commemorating all of the pieces yeah. that have come before. Because they haven't really done that. It's just really just being rotated. It'd be nice perks. if you get like Vanguard and you still, you know, Devil You Know pops up and you're like, oh, I can buy you know that with this perfect week. perks. And like, yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. But I think that about does it. Yeah. I don't think there was too much else in there. Um, we kind of said everything that we wanted, um, everything that everyone else has kind of told us that they want that yeah. we didn't shoot down because it was either an overlap or not presented well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's really about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to this quest complete. Zane, thank you for being here with me. Of course, I'm my destiny buddy. Oh yeah, um, all the way. Be sure um, the week that this is going up, we're recording and releasing our 100th episode of the podcast. So be sure to listen to that. I know Zane also still has some more back cover stuff coming. Back issue back is coming issue, out sorry. to tomorrow theoretically. If they should the be, these should be going up the same day. Yeah, these, these two things. Up. Yep. So. so Go listen to that. That is heavily hyping Injustice, so if you're looking forward to that game, go and listen to that. And be sure to always stop by geekdomination.net for all of our content to see everything. Thank you guys for listening. Again, um, any wishes that we didn't touch on in this for your wishes for Destiny 2, please comment below, and we will share those um, before we do the post-reveal topic for Destiny 2. We'll address them appropriately because it's something that's never happening because the reveal countered it. We'll right. let you know. Yeah. <laughs> but thank yeah. you guys for listening. Uh, go play some Destiny. Have a lovely weekend. Or go watch other content from us. Either one. Yeah, do either or. Play Destiny or uh, watch Geek Dimension. But, but nothing else. Those are your only two options. Only options. Nothing else. We you can't you go to your niece's birthday party. You have to. Okay, bye.